Would you like to come and stall it? Ah, will you just stall it, look? I'd like to come and stall it. I'm not really in the mood. Well, come on and bleed and stall it. Yeah, house hatcher. I'm not a house hatcher. We'll stall it for a crack. We're gonna have a laugh. How are you doing? How are you doing? Welcome to Starlet. Welcome to Starlet. Starlet is a Go Loud original podcast. Starlet is a Go Loud original podcast. Go Loud is the home of podcasts in Ireland. And all, yeah. all across the world. Why not? Loads of them there. Starting here though. Yeah. Homegrown. I think we're the only one with Go Loud though. It's just us. It's yeah. just their gaff. Everyone else is just lounging in it. <laughs> Beyond this gaff. Only messing his loads. <laughs> this is episode 78 of the Stahl podcast and um, it's nice to talk to you again because we've been off for the last couple of weeks obviously there's yeah. been episodes that have gone out yeah um, but to to us we haven't been in here for quite some time yeah so, so it's nice uh, to be back it's good to be back in it I much prefer working yeah to being active and being with people rather than just being at home with Amy and my dog I missed you you did not I missed you. You didn't even text me after Christmas. I didn't text anyone. I have two <laughs> kids, man. It's a fucking handful. It's, <laughs> no. the, it's the busiest time of year. Like, for, oh my God. Oh, and you know what I'm talking about. It's hard, isn't it? It is. It's a holiday being back at I work. Think it is. When the first message I got off Joe over the period <laughs> we're off was random. Do you know what it was? He just texted me saying, Jase, that white kid's lovely. <laughs> it was about the Manchester United white kid. <laughs> <laughs> I was just sitting there I was like that's a nice kid like, I wonder what got into his head just to text me saying jeez that Manchester United white kid's lovely it was the only bit of doubt Marla put the kids <laughs> Marla put two of the kids to bed at the same time which was very impressive and I had like five minutes myself Little stuck window. on Sky Sports and it was Man United versus I can't even remember who it was shit Wolves shit Wolves was it yeah. and he had the white kid on I was like do you know what I'm going to text Darren that's a nice that's kid that's a nice kid it's a nice kit in it. and it is it is a lovely kit it is a nice kit you'd wear the full kit would you imagine sitting there watching the Man United match in a pair of shorts shin guards boots boots and all McGuckin um, on the back of the shirt McGuckin yeah he has McGuckin that McGuckin 4 4 year anniversary wasn't it I'd be going into the I'd be going into the pub with cleats on my boots clip clapping into the jacks little mitre yokes <laughs> back it in yeah I'm not, I wouldn't wear I'm only messing I wouldn't wear boots I'd no. wear the indoor shoes <laughs> I used to be mad for a pair of them when I was younger screeching around the pub that was a big thing in primary school what everyone had indoor football boots you still couldn't kick a tennis ball as good as you could with a pair of kickers kickers Jesus remember kickers I used to get Clarks kickers Clarks, Clark, Clarks sold kickers Clarks yes. is a shop yeah yeah kickers. but they sold kickers yeah do you remember them Big brogues. You, you put your, you didn't have to put your laces. You just put the top of your foot through a tennis ball. Boom, <laughs> back of a window. Do you ever get like spam email? Yeah, hordes of it, or just the odd one. Well, it goes into my spam folder. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So, so does mine. Like, if you go onto your spam folder now, like, when is the last one you've got? Um, I'm, I'm actually in it now because I was looking for. Something that might have went into me spam. I was looking for an invoice. An invoice Why to is no one emailing me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Must check my spam. Um, the 30th of December was the last time. And what was it? Spammy. Something from free now. A general terms and conditions update. 
Oh yeah? Yeah. Well, I get at least 10 a day. I'd say for the last two or three years. 10 a day? He's, I've got, well, I've got two today. Like, why because do you get so much spam? I was saying to Owen, before we start recording, that uh, I have my email address up on my social media. Mm. So it's there for, it's there to be targeted for, like, spam emails, obviously. Yeah. You don't have yours up. No, I always thought it was weird that you had your email address in your Instagram biography. <laughs> Why is, well, that's the only source of contact to... <laughs> and then your email is like... Ask for Darren. Ask for Darren. <laughs> and you're in charge of it. <laughs> and then they ask and I'm like, hello, it's Darren. <laughs> you oh, no, let me just pass on to Darren here. Uh, <clears throat> separate email. Hello. <laughs> Why, do you think it's weird having your... Loads of people have their email address... It's a bit like sort of like a business email address. Like if someone wants to do something with you, they're going to have to email you. Yeah, I guess. Do people not email you? Like how would they get your email to email you? Uh, I t- or did I've, you just DM you? I have my agent's email on my Twitter. And then if they want me on Instagram, they could just DM me. But okay. I mean DM me everywhere. Yeah, D- DM all over me. And I check my message requests. But I'll tell you, we'll talk about message requests next. But Okay. Tell me, what, the tell me of, about the spams. Yeah, so uh, I've just like got loads and loads of them and no matter how much I unsubscribe to it, they just keep coming and coming and coming and coming. Yeah. And I got one today and I'm going to read it out for you. Go on. Because I could, I could possibly be real. One of these days I could be sitting on a gold mine. You never know. What do you think, on? Yeah, keep the faith. Like this one here. Red flag straight away. Considering it says this mess message may be dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Your phone in just red, blows up. In red writing. <laughs> Greetings. My name is Miss Azim Azima Samir from Qatar. Red flag, Qatar. <laughs> I am married to Mr. Baha Samir, who who was gas and oil engineer in Lom Togo before he died. Oh. oh he must have had loads of money though. That's what we're gonna get at that. We married for years without a child of our own. Ah, ah, Jesus! Bit like myself. He died after a brief illness that lasted for four days. That's a quick, quick. Uh, That's time. very brief. That's, That's a, a very, very brief, brief illness. illness, and then death. Suspicious death. Four days. Are you sure, he didn't kill him there, uh, as Azima. When my late husband was alive, he deposited the sum of three point five million dollars. Not a red flag. Dollars. Where in euro? Mm. Uh, if they knew me they'd obviously put the euro and whatever the guitar money is yeah guitar ding 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 uh, <laughs> with a bank in Lom Togo presently this money is still in the bank in Lom Togo recently recently I sick cancer my doctor <laughs> told me that I will not last for the next three months due to the cancer illness having known my condition then I decided to donate this money for charity organisation and a good person that will utilise the money the way I am going to instruct. Get back to me. Thanks and remain blessed. Yours sincerely, Miss Azima Samir. Wow. Samir. So Azima Samir uh, is going to entrust you with 3.5 million euros. Yeah. Dollars. Yeah. I beg your pardon. So maybe 4 million euros. Yeah. And look, if, if you go onto my spam mail. Was that not in your spam mail? No, that was in my direct mail. Was so, it? Yeah, no. So, oh. so like, <laughs> I was like, get on to I've them. got fucking loads of them. And if I add all that up, like it's billions. Billions you're looking at. 
and that's never, crazy. Ever, like obviously it's spam, but like no, like I, like what would happen if you replied? Like I can tell you why, because when I was sixteen, uh, me and me mate Daryl Carter, uh, he got an email, and it was from a Nigerian prince. That's the classic. Actually, I don't know if it was Nigerian prince, but it was someone from Nigeria who was distantly related to Carter and they had died and left a piece of property in their will to their distant family. And Daryl Carter, this white, semi-Scottish, semi-Irish fella <laughs> from Sheriff Street, <laughs> is somehow related to this Nigerian fella who was in his will. And I, I was like, fuck. And whatever, it was about 10 million Oh no, I think it was well, five. It was, was five this million. when you were sixteen. Yeah, and like the internet's pretty new then. To me, it kind of yeah. was, yeah. So I mean, like when you see something like that, you're gonna say, mm, "Oh, what's this?" Everyone was saying a stunk. Like obviously, it's a, a spam email. Like, yeah, you're not actually getting this. But we said, "Hey, yeah, what harm is it gonna do?" Like we were in the youth club at the time. I says, "Respond." The worst thing that can happen is, is the, the computer gets infected with a virus or something. It's not our computer. Don't worry about it. Just entertain me and just respond. But I thought, like, you just get an email back and I say, "Okay, we go from here." Yeah, well, they'll 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 probably give you the bank details or ask for your bank details. Yeah, one and so another. that's that's the fishing thing. So we responded, and they says, "Hey, uh, we we want to deposit the money directly into your bank, so nice we one. need you." Uh, <laughs> We need your bank details. And I said, just give them the bank details. Just give them the bank details. <laughs> can't do that with your bank details. You can only deposit money using the IBAN. You can't withdraw money. So I convinced Carter to send the IBAN. And then uh, the next thing that he wanted was a passport, a picture of his passport. For fuck's sake. And I'm like, oh, well, why, what's it going to do with a picture of your passport? It's not going to be too much harm if you send a picture of your passport. And he's like, I don't know. It's just as if he's going to just transfer me five million <laughs> Imagine he did though. And I'm like kind of, in the back of my head, I'm like, I'd say 60% of me believed there's a good chance of getting five million euro here. Or you genuinely believed it. Maybe I just really, really wanted to believe it. And I was like, yeah, just send him a picture of the passport. And then, uh, and then we says we end up emailing them saying, why do you want a picture of the passport? And then there was this back and forward and the English was broken and not good. And eventually he said, send us your phone number. So we sent the phone number and then he called us. So we were actually talking oh to a person at the other end of it. And he was like, I know it seems suspicious and stuff like that, but look, if you just send us a picture of your passport and then uh, wire us, they needed 500 euro to... Uh, to Prompt the account though. Not it was for the lawyer lawyer fees to release the funds or something like this. <laughs> so they wanted us to to transfer union or what's the Western Western Union? They wanted us to send them five hundred euro through Western Union, and I was still thinking we should do this. We should send the five hundred euro, lose five hundred euro or whatever, cut your losses. Did he have five hundred euro at sixteen? Yeah. Did he? Yeah, yeah, myself and himself. Like yeah, we. We would, have had, we would have been able to scrape 500 euro to get it. Yeah. Oh, I was still asking for money for the ice cream van. Hell never. <laughs> we would have been able to get money. I don't know. I could have talked to my mar and everything. I would have been like, come on, come on. Like and he would have been able to get some off his mar and we would have had to scrape it together anyway. Between all the lads and stuff like that. But eventually, like it kind of fell there. We wouldn't send him the 500 euro. And then, I'm like, I, even now, I think, what if... What if we sent him that 500 euro? Just got 500 quid off you, and that's, that's the scam. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, we know. But I like to believe. I like to believe that there's five million dollars sitting in some Nigerian fella's bank account. <laughs> That's the thing. There's someone out there might have a success story. It's because me ma. I think for me the reason why I believed it was me ma got a letter from a solicitor before, and it was from a very distant relative of horse who had died and left his estate. I think he had like 80 grand or something in his estate. And it was divided, because he didn't have a will, it was divided up amongst all of his nephews and nieces because mm. his brothers and sisters were dead. And my ma was one of like... Distant. Many, I, I don't, like a lot of cousins. Yeah. So she ended up getting like 12 grand or something out of it. Wow. And this is like how many out an hour. generations this is like one a good few generations of, and if you're just getting um, a letter in the post saying this fella died and left money for you well I think that's more official to get it in the post than in an email you'd still like, be saucy though wouldn't yeah, you? you would yeah but like you're not fucking sending someone bank details what was it just a check like for him to send Did, well he, he would have transferred the 5 million into the bank account no but the mail your maga was that just a check like no it was a letter and then it was a whole process with solicitors and stuff like that okay. if you want if you want to participate you have to respond within a certain amount of days and then she whatever it's a whole process of getting someone's mm. will but she didn't even know who he was and neither did your friend know who this, who this Nigerian, Nigerian prince was, prince was. Yeah. so you never know maybe you could have been part millionaire with him He'd have gave you a view, Bob. I was willing to go half. I was going to go 250 on the Western Union transfer. Yeah, I'd say you would have got mad greedy with it if you had got it. <laughs> fuck off, Joe. You're not getting that. I'll give you the Western Union. <laughs> Five he million fuck, He's my uncle, he is. Like, why would he email Carter and not his ma? I know, <laughs> like, like a 16 year old boy. Oh, that's, that's still a true story. Still, like, it's that's mad. A true story. Now, you see, I'm just not naive to fall for it, you know? Never replied to one, but I'm glad. I'm glad you told me uh, what happens when you reply. Why don't you find out? I'm not doing that. Just respond now. I'd say I'd be waiting a day or two. Or do you think they'd be on it? They'd be looking. He's at the rope line. He's at the rope. <laughs> the only person ever to reply. S- sit the laptop on the table there. My man would reply. My man would be a sort yeah. of. Do you ever get scam messages? Spam messages like yeah, like SMSs. Oh, there was a a spam fake account of myself on Facebook about two years ago do you remember that? Oh, I'd say it would have been loud look I got sent like, a Tinder code you can win money and shit like that and then there's a TikTok page as well someone sent me that has like 10 followers and it's like me it's just like they try and make money off people yeah there was like a, a prize scheme saying if you like share this and then comment comment share and then like this post and it's a picture of me with like loads of cash emojis on it and stuff like that. <laughs> you can win this money. And people were like messaging me saying, is this real? Like, yeah. Uh, same thing happened with the Wind Up Merchants page. People yeah. were responding in the comments saying, hey, you won our competition for yeah, 500 competition. euro. And, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. and they were like, is that real? I'm like, Don't respond to that, you fucking yeah. EG. Will you not? We're giving away 500. But the naivety of some people to actually question whether it's real or not goes to show that they would reply to a spam email. Yeah. Like me, ma, your ma. Yeah. My ma be fucking ringing me and all if she got one of them. She'd be like, Darren, 
I'm not that way then. Do we know a John Wick? <laughs> <laughs> he has a 10 billion for me. These people that are, are hacking no. are like working around the clock in offices. I've seen like a video of like some chap exposing like scammers and stuff like, you know. They're good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And he rings them and stuff <laughs> and he's like, yeah. he said he, he tells them that, yeah, he, he got, got access to the cameras in the office or something I saw like that. that one, yeah. I've watched a few of them. There's a whole yeah. like, if you look up uh, whenever catching scammers on YouTube, there's a whole... There's a few accounts dedicated to people. Oh, and he, that's like, a rabbit hole I need to go down. He's, he's like hacked into the cameras in this space where they're all like sitting down. It's like what what this is like, and uh, like they're unaware of that. And he can he can hear them talking and they're calling each other by their real names. Like obviously they have code names for doing their scamming business. And uh, he's just like, am I speaking to uh, like Michelle? And she's like, huh. And then he's like, yeah, oh, you just like moved your left arm and stuff like that. And then they're all gathering around like, how does he know this? Like, That's the know? Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the really satisfying ones are the ones where someone tries to scam them and they start engaging with them and then basically oh, yeah, figure yeah. out who the scammer is and then they hack the scammer. While we've been on the phone, I've deleted your entire computer and the scammers lose their shit. Oh, they, oh, they hate it like... Yeah. Like, this so is my YouTube, job like. it's a very satisfying YouTube rabbit hole to go down so there's an article right that I came across uh, in the title it says a woman checked her spam and found she won 3 million in the lottery and uh, we think that's bollocks why what are you missing <laughs> <laughs> uh, a 55 year old Michigan woman who won 3 million playing the Michigan lottery could have missed out on claiming a prize if she didn't check her spam folder the Michigan Lottery on Friday published a story of Oakland County resident Laura Spears who found out via her spam folder that she had won three million in the Mega Millions prize. This happened in uh, December 31st, 2021. Uh, this is what she said. Um, I was looking for a missing email from someone, so I checked the spam folder in my email account. Spears told Michigan Lottery Connect. That's when I saw the email from the lottery saying I had won the prize. I couldn't believe what I was reading, so I logged into my lottery account to confirm the message in the email. Spears then claimed her, her prize at the Michigan Lottery headquarters in Lansing. Does that sound right? Sure. She told Michigan Lottery Connect, it's all still so shocking to me that I really won $3 million. I definitely added the Michigan Lottery to my safe senders list just in case I ever got lucky enough to receive another email about a huge prize, added Spears, who said... She will use the prize money to retire early. She's 90. Money missing. <laughs> <laughs> and that was in a spam folder. Yeah, there's loads. There's more on the article, but yeah, we get the gist of it. That was in a spam folder. So she obviously had the, the lottery app mm. on her phone, but just like doesn't log into it. And just done does the lotto and off an off chance maybe. What's she getting petrol or something like that? And never bother checking until she checked that spam. Just goes to show, doesn't it? Maybe there is horny singles looking to meet up. <laughs> or three million quid from uh, someone that's dying of cancer. Yeah, five million from a Nigerian prince. Yeah. There you go. So there is hope, yeah. I'm going to follow up on that email. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't eat dog, wouldn't eat cat. <laughs> like, obviously... What episode are we at? 
180. Did you watch the darts? I didn't watch the darts, no. I think it was the first year that I didn't watch the darts. Oh, what you got up to you, alright? I'm good. It's good to be back, isn't it? It is. Well, we've done a New Year's episode. Yeah, but it was pre-recorded. Like, it was all, it's all <laughs> nothing's real. I like the way we let people know. 100% it's pre-recorded now. <laughs> I think it was obvious. Was it obvious it was pre-recorded? No. It wasn't obvious? No. People are idiots. That. It's timeless. No, we were talking what about... What was that thing? Did you get tagged in that yoke by that chap? Who? In episode like 20-something. Did I get tagged in, in that, that thing, thing by that, by that chap? chap? You know what I'm talking about. You know your man. That we always talk about your man. Yeah, uh, wow, what was it? I got tagged in a thing from like episode 20-something. This lad was like saying that I said in it. Imagine someone listened to this in 2023. Oh yeah, And I was yeah, like 21 yeah. at the time. Like, Yeah. There you go. The Simpsons. That's what we do. Yeah. We predict the future and it comes to fruition. What are you predicting for the year of 2023? Tsunamis. Jesus. In Ireland. Jesus. But they're only like up to your knee. Okay. Little wave and then it'll be alright. Okay, it's not really what yourself. What am I predicting? Do you really want to know? Yeah. Another lockdown. Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, I'm at the saying it. It's going to come true, isn't it? Oh, can't afford it. There you go. Can't afford to do that. Who can't? You can't. <laughs> Sorry, oh. lads, I, I don't have the money this Sorry. time. <laughs> Sorry, we're not going to be doing that. I can't, I can't be doing that. Like that. Yeah, nah, I, actually, I, I, I understand, uh, but no. Three fifty a week. All right, then go on. <laughs> <laughs> Shut it down. Shut it all down. Oh, we'll give you a four, Darren. Four hundred euro. <laughs> yeah, four hundred. Straight into your bank account every week. I'd be prepared for it this time around, though, because I'm a sea swimmer now. I went sea swimming today. You've got your big jacket there. Big ocean robe. Was it a robe? Do you put that on in the water? No, and just come out the water like that. <laughs> <laughs> like a psychopath. Yeah. Like a weirdo. The thing or something. What did you feel like when you jumped in? Cold, like very you were cold. Die. Very cold. A horse. Don't jump into cold water. I feel like that had. It's oh. very strong. The, the tide is very strong. I was scared. Yeah. Start, uh, yeah, pulls you away. Like, and you have to swim. It's to like get getting back. into a cold bat. Like a bat. Uh, yeah. <sighs> Do you ever get into a cold bat? It's horrible. I can't picture myself getting into like a big sea. Yeah. Like that. I don't know. know. It's a bit. It's a bit better, easier than getting into a cold bath because you can move around like you're swimming. So that yeah. kind of keeps you. It's just active. that. It's always that thing with me. I'm like, what's underneath me? <laughs> At least in a swim pool, you know, it's just tiles. <laughs> the sea, Moldy tiles. Could be a big, huge, undiscovered sea monster. I I'd love to go swimming now, but I can't take the top off. You know. You can swim with your top on. No, but then that's just ridiculous, isn't it? You're yeah. one of them. It's very. Like, obvious. Don't get in at all if you're going to do that, mate. Yeah. It's more obvious wearing a t-shirt. Talked about it before. So you done a whole lot of nothing over the Christmas time. A whole lot of nothing, yeah. I went to a panto. Can I tell you about it. Go on, here, yeah. Go ahead. I went to a panto. This might put a little don't say, beside don't, this anecdote. Just don't say where it was. <clears throat> I think it's, I think it's very important to say where it was. Anyway, okay. We'll it's, just in go for it. it's in Liberty Hall. It's not. A, yeah. It's, it's anyway. I took Ollie, it was just me and Ollie and we went to see a panto and it was his first panto because he's only four. He's a fucking brilliant age for it. He really enjoyed it. Uh, it was Aladdin. He loves Aladdin. And I thought they would have sang all Aladdin songs. Like, a whole new world. Wouldn't you think? You're going to see Aladdin 
they'll sing Aladdin. They were just singing Ed Sheeran and all the because they couldn't get the copyrights for the songs. Oh, and I'm sure. like, just sing the fucking songs, like as if there's uh, FBI so, outside. Don't sing a fucking that song. Yeah, as if there's a Disney agent like no one's allowed to fucking sing the song. Like, literally, Mickey just Mouse go, just comes out on oh, stage. Hey, now you little fucker! <laughs> a whole new world. harnesses. Yeah, shot down. Anyway. Uh, but I took him to see this panther because he loves Aladdin. I was a bit disappointed they didn't sing uh, the songs. But not only did they not have the rights to the songs, they didn't have the right to the story of Aladdin. So it wasn't even the same story as Aladdin. The character's name was basically just Aladdin. And he wasn't even based in... I don't even... Where is Aladdin based? It's just Arabia, isn't it? It's kind of ambiguous. It's a little bit racist. There's kind of a uh, debate about that. I think they even changed some of the words in the songs of Aladdin to be less, to be more PC. In the original Aladdin now, I mean. The cartoon, like the animation? The cartoon, yeah. Like the original songs in Aladdin was like, where they'll cut your hand if you want. And they had to change all that. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Like, it's barbaric, but hey, it's home. <laughs> yeah, the original roots of Aladdin seem a bit vague. It was first actually put down on paper by a French translator. Said he'd heard it. He says he got it from a storyteller in Syria. But so, no, nothing nothing solid on where it was set that I can see anyway. Did you no. know Shrek was a kid's book? I just had to say that before it was a film. Go ahead. It, um, so Aladdin, this Aladdin Pantom wasn't even based in the Middle East or Africa. Well, it was based in China for some reason. Okay. And it's everyone in it, yeah, a very different place. But everyone in it was like Irish, and they were doing this cultural. They were like they were wearing the eye makeup, and they were, they had like all the garb on, like the the classic Chinese garb, and going ticket 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 ticket. And I was like, is this for real? Like I was like, where are you gonna go somewhere with this? And I got very uncomfortable because Maura thought she was doing me a favor because she got me seats, and I was sitting in the second row, and I got triggered because. The, the character does a little bit of crowd interaction she's like how are you doing he's all enjoying yourself look at you and then they slag a few people in the, the front row and I'm sitting in the second row and she went away and now I know a few dancers like from the dance group and they probably knew me yeah. and they probably said that's that's Joe from the podcast or whatever go out there and take the piss out of him and then she came out for the second part she's like oh he's all enjoying yourself and then he goes off and he said something to somebody else and then he comes over towards me and he says and this triggered me a little bit and I, I, I even feel uncomfortable <laughs> I even feel uncomfortable saying it on the podcast because whatever it's a little bit of a sensitive issue I seen my cousin was in the audience as well and I don't know the fact that he had like a, a, an accent from around the area all of this kind of contributed to how, how triggering it was for me but he sees me in the audience and I'm sitting there with Ollie as well he sees me in the audience and he goes oh my god Look at the eyeballs on him. And he comes over to me. He's like, you're like something out of a fucking Tim... I'm not out of a... You're like something out of a Tim Burton film and all. And then going in on me. And I'm like, ha, ha, yeah, yeah. I'm like, wow. I don't want to engage. I don't want to interact too much. And then he's like, you're your man off talk tick and all, aren't you? And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I don't want to like... Bleh. I'm like... Yeah. And he's like, oh, you're not, you're not saying that now, are you? You're very quiet now. And I'm like, oh, yeah, well. Because I'm here know. to watch a fucking panto. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not on the stage, like, you know. And then he goes, yeah, that's because you have no talent. And then, like, walked off. And, wow. like, it's so, 
I can from his perspective, it's just a little bit of banter yeah, with the audience. Like, yeah, yeah. But he went in on a kind of a sensitive issue for me in the sense that like, me son was there. There was family members there. I'm not there to be a spectacle. Like I'm just there by myself. I don't want to draw attention to myself. His accent and just the the fact that like he, he I don't know. It was just a really uncomfortable. It was a really really uncomfortable moment for me, and I was sweating. My hands were sweating. I was like, oh, just leave me alone. Just just leave me alone. And then he came back to me again. This we went to an intermission then, and then we came back. And it after the intermission, it was like a twenty minute intermission, and then he came back to me and went in on me again, and I'm just like, please, just like leave me the fuck alone. What did he say the second half? In the second half, he came down and he said, he said something. Oh, I was watching your videos and it, he says I was watching your videos during the break. There, I loved the Lewis one. In front of everyone, part yeah, yeah. of the show, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what they do at Panthers. Like they take yeah, the yeah, out of the audience, yeah. but he just zoned in on me. And he was like, um, I was watching your videos. I really liked the Lewis one. You know, the one where you're pushing the apples and all. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, great, great. And then she goes, he says something like, oh, you can play with my apples anytime. And then like went on the stage. So that wasn't, that was fine. That was a little bit, but just when I knew he was coming to me, I just kind of still felt the anxiety. And I was like, oh, what's he going to fucking embarrass me about now? You know? And I know it's only banter. And I sound like a bitchy, moany snowflake. Well, you can't take offence because you're a comedian. I know, but it was a very, it was a very triggered. I know. It was, it's no, a physical no. thing about my eyes, like you know what, what I mean. You, would that be a, a thing that would you would be? Well, growing up as a kid, like people I remember would, you telling me before, yeah. people would say shit to you like that. They'd, they'd say fucking big eyes or whatever, and and, yeah. and I, like it's not really it doesn't a trait me. that I would notice. No, maybe. but as a kid, you know, as yeah. a kid, somebody will zone in on something. You know, when I'm talking about when I was 10, 11, 12. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's like, someone, they'd find something about you and then you'd be slagged about that for the rest of your life. Now, nobody slags me about them now. Because you're an adult. Because I'm a grown man. But when you're you have in... adult features. When you're in, uh, in a, a venue and somebody zones in and doesn't even say anything funny about them, they just say, oh my God, look at the eyeballs on him. It's so callous. It's so uncreative. It's a real, like, uh, dig. Yeah. Like, it's like, let's pick his worst trait here. Yeah, it's Dang. not even funny. It's not, there's no creativity. There's nothing in it, yeah. There's no wit just, there. Oh, look at him. Like, he looks said, weird. Like, it's literally a four-year-old's, it's like, look yeah. at him. Yeah, look at the eyeballs on him. And that's, like, verbatim what, what he said. Jesus. And I, I feel like I'm bitching and moaning and, like, uh, this, that and the other. But it's just, it was unintentionally very pointed for me because it was just a trigger thing if you had said look at the ears on him or look at his hair or look what he's wearing because like the observations that he was making about other people was like oh he's wearing very shiny shoes that's so he can look up me dress and all this sort of stuff and that's not personal that's about his shoes he has oh look at him he has shiny shoes but when someone comes at you with something that I was bullied about as a kid and and says it in front of like me cousin's a room full of 400 people, me son. It's just, oh, it just made me feel, I don't, I don't hold any grudge, resentment towards him, like, because he was just having a crack. He, I don't think there was any malice. Or so if you had seen it after, he would have been like, hey, I love, love the stuff or whatever. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But just it was playing just, up to the panto atmosphere and yeah. maybe just went a little too far, unnoticed. Like you, and he was great. He had great energy and 
he was very funny throughout the show just that one thing like was very physical and I think anyone in, in the opposition would feel the same if like, they if he pointed sla- something out like. if he's like me work if he's like the podcast if he's like free gaff I'd be just like yeah yeah that's fucking funny but to slag me eyeballs was just kind of honed in and zoned in and, and unintentionally like it's literally I'm sitting in an audience and the only thing you can observe about me is my face and it's just like the most noticeable thing I mean I do have big eyes and the most like that's he's just going in on it but but other than that was good it's barbaric but hey it's home is that in the land Arabian nights like Arabian <laughs> days oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's barbaric but hey it's a- can Arab- you google can you google what the lyrics are that were changed in Aladdin Arabian nights in the animated version in the song Prince Ali there's a line where the crowd sing he's got slaves he's got servants and flunkies in the live action version they changed that to he's got 10,000 servants and flunkies so they could have slaves okay was that the only song or was there other songs one was heard your princess was a sight lovely to see that was changed to heard your princess was hot where is she that was probably (laughs) done because I don't know just (laughs) updating the language for a younger audience yeah 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 Yeah. heard your princess is hot where is she that's so bad and that's my favourite song isn't it is Prince Ali in the song Arabian Nights Mm -hmm. here we go Joe's favourite so the original lyric the very original first lyric was oh I come from a land from a faraway place where the caravan camels roam where they cut off your ear if they don't like your face it's barbaric but hey it's home (laughs) Jesus what did he change it to the new one the live action one has it where you wander among every culture and tongue it's chaotic but hey it's home so much time on them all born and like where do you cut off your ear if they don't like your face <laughs> oh now so is all that still in the animated one no because back in 93 that line was objected to so this is so released some, with them yeah, lines this isn't like then. the new generation are all terrible snowflakes back in 93 when it first came out people oh, said yeah, yeah. this is pretty offensive Mm. So and it didn't initially release released with all of that in it. It did, and then they changed the line two from the first one. They changed it from, uh, yeah, I come from a land from a faraway place where the caravan camels roam, where they cut off your ear if they don't like your face, it's barbaric, but hey, it's home. Change that to where it's flat and immense and the heat is intense, in, it's barbaric, but hey, it's home. God. I think we should be allowed these seagulls. Well, I'll tell you about an interesting syndrome. Okay. Recently, uh, I've been looking for things and not being able to find them. Things as in? So I was looking for Ollie's shoes, bringing them to crash. And uh, I I was looking for Ollie's shoes. Where the fuck is his shoes? I can't find them anywhere. Maura must put them away. Maura was in bed. Or they just like, just there. He just kept going by them like. Yeah, they were just like pretty on much the chair or something. All day I was looking for like all morning and I, I came to a point where I was like, do you know what? I can't find them. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to wait for morning to wake up until she uh, wakes up and finds them. And then she woke up and she says, there they are right there. I was like, where? She says, there in the hall. And you're right in the middle of the floor. 
the shoes were right in the middle of the floor and I'm like I looked there so many times I'm freaking out here like I can't I could not find them and then there was another time over the Christmas time and I was looking for uh, paracetamol so I had a what? hangover oh, I'm not even going to say it what? the joke about no go ahead oh Jesus <laughs> So I was looking for paracetamol and I was looking through my uh, medicine cabinet and I was like, where the fucking paracetamol? And then Moira comes in and she says, there they are right there. And I was like, how did I not see them? Like right, right in front of me. I'm like, how did I that not see them? That happens a lot. It happens so much. It happens a lot to me. And does, so then I, I was kind of looking it up. I was like, how am I not seeing things? And there's a, there's a syndrome I've called, okay, this is, this is separate, I don't have this syndrome, but it, it just led me down a rabbit hole because it was on a little Google search, and there's a syndrome called Anton Syndrome. I don't know if you ever heard of Anton Syndrome, but if you're blind, or if you go blind, your mind convinces, convinces itself that it's not blind, and it creates its own vision. So I could be blind right now and you're telling me, Joe, you're not seeing like what's in the room. And mm. I'm like, I, I'm looking around you right now. Like this is not, the, I'm, I'm able to see everything. And you you could be waving your hand in front of me. You can't see it. And I think only like 29 people in the world have this syndrome. But 29 they, people? Yeah. They okay. think that they can see. Like they see just as much as we see, but it's not reality. We, it's not what's actually uh, it, happening. They're blind like so. What, yeah. They're making up what they can see. They're clinically blind, but they so they're ref, they refuse to believe it because they can actually. So see. if you're in this room and you, you you can see that TV and that clock, and that like microphone poster and you, that jacket on the floor, like you could see that because you're not blind. Like, but the, that person with that syndrome would make say, no, that's a bin. Like, yeah, it's instead like, of yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Like, no, it's a jacket. I'm fucking looking at it. Like, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I'd, I'd be looking at you. Are you be looking at me the way you're looking at me? And you could be like, what are you sticking your finger up at me for? And I'm like, I'm, I'm not sticking my finger up at you. Like the brain is just creating their own image in their brain, in their own, in their mind. Wow. There's, another, there's another syndrome where you could be partially blind. And you know, like your retina just kind of starts to disappear. And there's patches of things that you can't see. Yeah. But, so your brain fills them in. With like random shit? A lot of the time it's brick wall so this is a more common this is this is a more common uh, let's say you're looking at me now the corner of the room is where you're blind you have a blind spot there so you can't see that corner of the room yeah. so your brain fills that in with brick something, wall, like, so, something something so you can understand before, like. so it could be a brick wall could be it's sometimes Fucking. it's chicken wire sometimes it's just carpet but also other times it could be a fucking pink elephant or polka dots or something random it's so weird. Yeah. And your brain is, f like, you're obviously fully convinced that that's what's there, like. Mm. And you're like, well, it's a clock. And the person's like, no, it's not, it's an elephant. Does it? But surely, like, it's obviously not an elephant. The, logically, they would say, yeah, when it's you hardly can't, a fucking elephant, like. With this, one, you are con with this one, you are conscious that you have blind spots and you're filling them in. Okay. Are you looking that up? Yeah, no, I think you've you fairly well covered it there. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah. Can you it's very rare. Can you look up another one? Nope. Okay, it's called the Charles Bonnet Syndrome. And the Charles Bonnet Syndrome is where you only see half of your vision. And so, the other half, so straight down the middle. I, I could be corrected on this one, but half is made up 
and half is reality. Okay. So it's not like closing one eye because you can still see most of the whole room with one eye closed. So it's like... No, I think Charles Bonnet syndrome is just hallucinations. It's just hallucinations. Yeah. Where you can see things that are in the room that are not there. Is that not like psychosis? No, because it's just a defect of your eyes. So it's not mental. Oh, really? It's not to split down the middle. Yeah. Is that to creating just stuff to fill in? Gaps? Yeah. That I was just explaining, maybe that's what I was. Uh, learn eye science on the fly here. It's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting stuff. It's mad. It's mad. There's another one where there's certain points where your focus disappears. So somebody could be walking across a road. Everything you can see everything, but that person could disappear and then reappear. But oh, like shit. not that whole area. The yeah. road is still there, the car, the background, everything. It's just at a certain point you can't see. But it's mad that you, your brain is what's seeing things. It's not your eyeballs. Yeah, like your brain, like those photons going into your eyeball, hitting the back of your, your eyeball. Photons, like light particles. I thought you said croutons. Croutons. What the? I only go in soup. Like there's photons going into your eyeball, hitting your retina, sending a signal up that little string that's attaching your eyeball to your brain. And then your brain is creating an electrical image. And that's what your perception of sight is. Mm. And it's the same for every sensation that you have. Taste. Mm. Taste is doing the same thing with your tongue. And then it's sending messages to your brain. Touch. Everything that you perceive in life, in reality, is all just like electrical messages that your brain is creating for you to survive as a, a being, as a creature. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Say thanks. Thanks Thanks so much for listening. <laughs> it's like I have a fucking knife to you. <laughs> thank, thank you for listening. <laughs> Please listen to all of the episodes or, or something bad will happen. As always, the bonus episode will be out Monday where we'll be answering your listener questions. All them very good ones. And if you want to ask us a question, send it to stala at goloudnow.com. And be sure to tune in next week. We'll be releasing a, a new episode every Wednesday, yeah. 1 pm, or thereabouts. And Stala, you can't forget, is a Go Loud original. It is. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.